Hello, everybody. Welcome to another awesome episode of Movie Guys Podcast. I am Jordan along here with Eric and Ed. And by the end of the show, you will find out which one of us is actually a replicant. Thank you guys for joining us. And we're talking about Blade Runner 2049. You can tell from my voice, I am geeked. I'm excited. Oh, boy. This is going to be the Jordan show. I'm sorry. Oh, God. <laughs> so, um, we we're just talking about theater experiences here. Yeah, I know. So, uh, but yeah. I've seen this movie three times, and this movie's damn near three hours, so I got nine hours of, of watching, and it's wonderful. I saw it twice one day, and I saw it once today. You saw it twice in one day? You're retarded. God, man. Yeah. Yeah, I went, uh, well, because, boys, I got the movie pass. Oh, wonderful. Congratulations. Do you like it? It's good, so, right? Yeah, it's great. And uh, so the reason why I say I've seen it twice in one day was I saw it uh, Monday evening, at 11 o'clock, so I waked over to Tuesday. I saw it again on Tuesday, and then I saw it again today. I mean, aren't you married and have, like, a kid? Gina like, knew that's... this was a big deal. Gina uh, knew. Gina oh, knew. Oh, okay, if you – you know what? She that's knew. fine. Everyone's got their shit. That's fine, whatever, but that's fine. I, I mean, was your theater experience the same all throughout uh, all three? Yes, very vanilla. Uh, I went yeah. to the same theater. I try to get the same seat. Um, I like to go since I work on the weekends and I have the weeks off. Uh, not a lot of people go to movies this time of year. So it's it's very nice and very calm. And I can sit back and actually, like, I'm in the theater. Something I've never done for Movie Guys podcast. I'm all alone. I'm by my phone and I'm taking notes on my phone. Yeah. You know, because it's like I'm the only one there. Loving it. You know, and then the second time I went, I decided to bring a couple cans of beer with me. Fuck it. Why not? I mean, it was a great, I had a great time. Uh, but no, there are there are uh, two movies this year uh, that Gina knows that I'm just going to just lose it. And that is Blade Runner and uh, and uh, Last Jedi. Uh, but we're going to save that for a later discussion. We already got my tickets, boys. I know you bastard. So <laughs> but um, I. We'll say this before we get into the deep, deep stuff of theater experiences. Uh, I told Ed this. Ed didn't do this. He didn't get a chance to. But uh, Blade Runner is in the same ballpark as uh, 2001: Space Odyssey. It's a movie that is, for the general populace, boring. Pretty oh, much wait. loved. It is boring. It is slow. It's dry, but it's beautiful to look at. And 2001 yeah. is so hard to sit through, and so is Blade Runner. I would argue that Blade Runner, the original from '82, is hard to sit through. And so what I did was, I told Ed to do this, but what I did for Gina was I was begging Gina to go see this with me in theaters. And she did one of the three days. But uh, what I did was I had the original. I have the director's cut and the final cut. So I played 30 minutes a day up, up to the movie ended. So it was kind of like it was kind of like an episode, you know, for the day. And she ended up loving the original Blade Runner. She said, I can't imagine sitting here for two hours and watching all the way through, but split it up like that for 30 minutes a day until the movie's over with. She said, I liked the movie. I was shocked. Yeah, that's, that's probably the best but, way to do it, actually, is to split it up into into mm -hmm. the, into the like some sort of episodic type type thing because that was the struggle for me with Blade Runner, uh, the original. I would just... It was, it was a good movie to fall asleep to. It was fantastic. Whenever I needed to pass out, I put that movie on, and it was sometime... Or uh, it was my original Netflix and chill movie. Because oh Netflix and chill nice. Uh, I mean, it just worked yeah, out like me. legitimately. You know, I'm just saying ahead, no, because it was just boring, and it's like, all right, well, how about you come over here instead? Yeah, yeah. legitimately. I mean, legitimately yeah. for me, like I before today, because I was off work today. Before today, I've never once made it through Blade Runner in its, in its entirety. Like the first one, I've tried multiple times. I own, I bought it on DVD because I love Ridley Scott and I love sci-fi. I've never before today been able to make it through the original Blade Runner without passing out. So this is the literally, like literally the first time I saw I saw Blade, Blade Runner, the original was today. Oh, but then you passed out seeing the sequel. I did pass out seeing the sequel. I, uh, you know, Blade Blade Runner is my Achilles heel, man. Like, it's not like I was stressed out. It's not like I was tired. But you know, we're talking about theater experiences. Like, I was literally, I was the only one in the theater. Uh, I, you know, I live in kind of a small town, not quite as small as you, Jordan, but I live in kind of a small town. And I was the only person in the theater. And the showing was five thirty, and I kicked my feet up. Okay, against theater code, whatever. But like. 
it, by six o'clock, I was gone. I was done. And like, I, I just, I, I couldn't keep my eyes open and I couldn't fight it anymore. And the next thing I know, it's an hour and a half later. Jeez. Unbelievable. Um, Shame on you. Well, my theater experience, so this has happened a few times to me now, and I feel kind of weird for saying it, but it's one of those things where this is the world that we live in right now. A few times I've, I've gotten scared in a the theater because I'll be sitting, I want to go see this one by myself. Uh, so I'm sitting down, and there were a few other people who had, uh, who are also going solo to see it by themselves as well, right? Uh, there was one guy who, kind of towards the beginning of the movie, where he was sitting, like, not next to me, but he was my neighbor, you know? He was, like, two, three seats down, pretty much, right? And uh, he gets up, and he goes to to the exit. He kind of stands to watch the movie for a little bit, uh, kind of a little bit, and then he just, like, drifts out. And then I notice that he leaves, like, all of his, you know, his stuff behind, too. And again, completely normal behavior, right? But part of it was just, like, fuck... Did that dude just leave a bomb there? Like, <laughs> really? I was like, that's. There, there's not enough people. <laughs> well, that's who it is. I looked wow. around. That's the first thing that I said, and I was like, no, he, there's not. He, if he was gonna do it, he wouldn't do it this with this little sprinkle of a crowd. But that was the the, the last time because I went to go see a special screening of like Dragon Ball Z. Uh, um, one of the, uh, uh, what the fuck was that one? Resurrection, I think is what it was. But uh, that one was a packed house. And, and a guy in front of me did the same thing where uh, uh, he got up and he, he put a backpack and he left it, the backpack in his in his chair. And then he ran up and it's just like, dude, yeah, that's what I said. I know, right? <laughs> fuck, right? I just like, I, I could not believe that. <laughs> Both of Sorry. you guys just said. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I uh, I tried to take my mic off. I tried to turn my mic off, and I, did, I, I didn't make it. <laughs> you guys have both had an interesting theater experience for a movie that is equally interesting. I would argue because, I, I mean, I mean, boys, I mean, this is this is not my Achilles' seal. This this is a big deal. Uh, I stumbled upon just a quick little thing. I stumbled upon uh, Blade Runner uh, when I was 17 years old because um, I thought I was buying uh, Logan's Run. Okay, because I was this was the you know, this was the age at 17 when I started to say, OK, I don't want to watch Hollywood bullshit anymore. I want to get into Tarantino and David Fincher. I want to watch independent films. So and I and I've always heard of this film about, you know, about a guy who has like a jewel in his hand and you have to you're 25 years old and then they get chased, you know. Um, and when I picked up Blade Runner at Circuit City, that shows my age. Wow. Uh um, I, I thought at 17 years old, I was like, oh, this is that Logan's Run movie I've been wanting to see. Put it in, and throughout the whole movie, I watched it all the way through for the first time when I bought it, and I was like, well, where's the guy with the jewel in the hand? <laughs> this was back when we had dial-up internet, folks. You know, you got mail. <laughs> when you would you yell know? at your mom for, getting, for picking up the phone, you're trying to chat with your friends. Absolutely. So there's really no way for me to figure it out, so my movie knowledge was my dad. And he goes, no, you watched one of the greatest movies of all time. And he just like just hammered me with all this knowledge about Blade Runner, and I fell in love with it. It's like one of my top films, top ten favorite films of all time. It's just it's just awesome. Um, so when they said they were doing this movie, 2049, uh, I was pissed. Uh, you know, fuck you, Ridley Scott. You've destroyed Prometheus. You know, you gave us Prometheus, which was decent, but you still destroyed Alien. Well, you destroyed it on Alien Covenant, but anywho. Uh, it, you know, it's just, no, you can't do this. And then they're like, Ryan Gosling's in it. And I said, oh, okay. Hubba, Harrison Hubba Ford's in it. Says, you know. Yeah, says Jordan. He's like, what? Yeah. You said who? I am intrigued. Yes, because Ryan Gosling, I will argue, Ryan Gosling doesn't do shit. He does movies that are really, I mean, some movies he does, they're not good movies, but he's always good in them. And so I knew yeah, that he I mean, was he's a great actor. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I like, the no, I've enjoyed yeah. a lot of his movies. I mean, The Nice Guys was good. Yeah, The Nice Guys was great. I mean, I'm going back to also in 04 when he did The Notebook. I mean, that's just a standard chick flick. But he was good in it, you know, and it's just. It is the standard for chick flicks, by the way. 
Yeah. I, I, yeah. Well, well, you know, for our age group, definitely. Uh, but you know, it's yeah. just. I mean, it's it, not quite as good as the time. promise, Jordan, but it's still there. Oh, you okay. The, uh, that's the movie that I made in college. That's why he's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was that wasn't uh, that. <laughs> yeah, that was a Jordan reference. That was that was definitely a Jordan reference. A little student film I made in college. Oh, I, either way, I thought shots were fired. That's why I was just hyping it up. I need. Oh. that's a bad habit right there. That, that's how fights start. No, I was excited, you know, and then of course I'm 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 starting to really like Dave Bautista and and Harrison Ford's in this and and Edward James almost and and then of course my boy crush Jared Leto. Edward James almost like, was in this. Yeah, Edward James almost man. He's he's he, he's the guy that makes the origami uh, sheep when uh, Ryan Gosling goes to visit the old guy in the nursing home. Oh, jeez, he's looking old, man. Because remember, he was in the original. He played. Gat or, or Gat, remember the guy? Oh, yeah, who, yeah, you're uh, right, you're right. Yeah. Man, that, he's looking. Uh, you know what? I should have guessed that, but I, he had a yeah. mustache, right? Yeah, that that's Edward James almost. So I was like, okay, this is actually going to be good. Now, before we get into the nuts and bolts of it, um, did you guys ever get a chance to see the three prequel shorts that were released on YouTube before this that kind of lead up to it? Did you ever get a chance to check that out, Eric? I don't know what the hell. Uh, no. Okay, so you have three prequel films um, that lead up to it. They're little shorts, um, one, and they're all dated with the years. But one of the short films, um, both of them, I believe, are directed by Ridley Scott's uh, son. Uh, but one of them is about the Replicant Uprising in 2021, 2022, something like that. Okay. And then you have another one of Jared Leto... Um, trying to sell his replicants and he makes one of his replicants choose to either kill him or the replicant commit suicide. Uh, very forgettable stuff. Nothing to really get into it unless you're an Uber super fan, but those small little prequel YouTube movies are something to check out. If, if you have an interest in seeing those, um, his, uh, but, yeah. I mean the world that was painted, it was, was pretty cool um i mean yeah i, I don't want to get too much into it but like I, I could see why this movie was so uh talked up when it was released way back when right Just because, yeah right uh, um, i mean it's beautifully done i mean it's oh, yeah. it, every picture is beautiful you know yeah i mean it's you know, I, I love it. I love the world that they, they pick. It's, it seems very to be very realistic, very, very gritty, very uh, just kind of and, – and detailed too. Like just every little detail because sound plays such a huge key role in it. And there are parts when uh, – that are really just kind of set it for me. There was a part when they were in kind of like a, like a, like a town square type thing, you know what I mean, where he first – uh, I don't want to get too much away, but uh, even just like hearing the sounds of like, the train go by, or, or hearing the loud horn, or uh, of something charging up and zooming past, like it was just really cool. I, I actually, it was very believable. I felt like it was almost like a like a place that I could could visit. You know, like it seemed very real. Mm -hmm. I, I I just loved this. There was it was something that was. I'm sure it's going to win this many awards. Oh yeah, it will, and I believe. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Let me let me make that statement again. I think one of the reasons why you may like this role, Derek, because big fan theory that I think is pretty much accurate is that this is the same world as Alien. So, um, and uh, in 2072, Ripley encounters the first Alien. So, uh, Waylon Yutani is hinted in the first Blade Runner movie. Uh, they're saying that this is the world of Blade Runner, Alien, they are the same universe. So that's always something kind of cool because you get those same kind of art deco, German expression, uh, German expression realism, set pieces that they got going on. So in, in that regard then, because this is obviously, this Blade Runner series obviously very much predates anything in the Alien series. So Absolutely. let's say that uh, uh, because in this movie they had uh, whatever company from the first movie fail and then Wallace's company picks up, uh, uh, fills in the pieces, makes them better, 
replants everything and, and does it over again. So it sounds like maybe that, that history is doomed to repeat itself and there will be a fall of uh, Wallace, uh, the corporation, and have oil and Utani then, uh, or yeah. oil and industries uh, just, just swoop in and, and pick it up then and pick up. Absolutely. Pretty much do, do that part, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because, like, if you compare the androids of, you know, Ash and Bishop, they're pretty much replicants. Yeah. I mean, pretty much for roundabout way, besides little details here and there. I mean, the biggest one, I guess, is not a little detail, is that the insides of the androids in the Alien franchise is milk and noodles. And then <laughs> replicants in Blade Runner is humans in a way you know that's why they're called replicants but it's just you know it's just it's just a fun little thing it's not confirmed it's nothing that's like no this is fact it's just a nice little fan theory that are on websites that are like this is the same world and because in the original blade runner there was a wayland yutani logo okay on one of the so people see that and they start freaking out and say you know and then you got all that but uh this comes to the point of the conversation everybody where I'm going to make this very clear, uh, since you're a fan of the show and you're listening, if you have not seen Blade Runner and you really, really want to check out Blade Runner and you do not want to be spoiled, I would say turn the show off now because in a few seconds we're going to spoil the living shit out of it. We're going to talk about this in every detail. Uh, So spoiler warning here, we are going to be talking about Blade Runner in detail. So that's your warning. So we'll get into it. Are you guys shocked that we are following Ryan Gosling's character, Kay, who was a Blade Runner, but who was a replicant? A replicant hunting and killing other replicants. That was a complete twist right off the bat for me. Well, I mean, that, something like that's not a huge, huge twist. You know, I mean, you, you got to expect something like that from, from a movie like this. You know, it's, it's, it, it's the bad guy turned good guy turned bad guy kind of thing, isn't it? Um, no, no, not at all. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm shocked by your answer because in the in, in Blade Runner, uh, the LAPD well, that, would... That's what I'm saying. Like in, in, the, in the original, the, the, the replicants are the bad guys. No, not really, though, because, because the mean... replicants... All the replicants want to do is the replicants in Blade Runner or Nexus 6, that's their model number, and they only have four years of shelf life, and then they just turn off and right. die. Right. Those four were different kind of uh, replicants who just wanted to live. They don't want to be like one of them was pretty much the definition of a fembot. One of them was slave laborer. Yeah. You know, who they tried to kill that. Harrison Ford with her vagina, by the way. That happens. But so like, <laughs> like, all so women. like, I mean, they're, they're not, they're not bad. They're just, they're just trying to live their life and find out why. Uh, but it's just shocking because in the original, you get humans who are hunting down replicants, androids. In this movie, you have a replicant hunting and killing replicants. I found that so intriguing right off the bat. You're doing something completely different, and you're turning the world upside down. We find out that there's been an android uh, uprising, and now they live among us. That's so different than what it was 30 years ago. I find it that it's, it's just a good way to kind of set the tone early in the movie really quick is that you're taking hey listen uh, after the the brief uh, preface pretty much uh, in the start of the movie where they, they give you the text and just kind of fill you in um, the reason why this is such a big deal is because this is this is the new breed these are the 2.0s these are coming in and this is this is what it, the serious business now we can control them to do absolutely everything and this is one example of what they're trying to do here, you know? And yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is something that's kind of mind warp you guys too. So there's there's always been an opinion that Rick Deckard, Harrison Ford was a replicant yeah. in the first movie. Well, here's something that they might have this movie doesn't 100% in my opinion clearly tell you replicant or not. But the interesting little thing they added to this the replicants that he was chasing in the first one were replicant were Nexus Six. The replicants that are out now in 2049 are Nexus 8s. So people are already saying that Rachel and Rick Deckard were Nexus Sevens, because Nexus Sevens were never missing, mentioned. Because of the in in 2049 here, we find out that there was a replicant uh, uprising, and the whole point was to create a huge blackout to wipe out all record of any 
a replicant existing so they could not be hunted. Right. So there's a whole generation of Nexus 7s that we don't know about. So is is that what's is that and what Apple's up to because they is, uh, completely sp- uh, skipped the seven series and they went to the eight and the, and the ten? Yep. <laughs> like Apple. <laughs> yeah, just like Apple. Yeah. Just like Apple. So what do you guys think of the idea <laughs> that that pretty much the basic plot because there's so many subplots, but the basic plot is Ryan Gosling's character K is a Blade Runner whose job is to hunt and kill old replicants. But we find out the mystery that Rick Deckard uh, was sleeping with Rachel, the replicant from the first movie, and she gave birth. Yeah. And she died during childbirth, and there is a child born of a replicant among us. What do you guys think of that? Life finds a way, right? Is, isn't that how that saying goes? Yeah, life, life nice. finds a way. You know what? Like, in, uh, I enjoyed that part of the story. It, it kind of added a little bit of the of the guessing game to it, um, but given that there were already a limited amount of characters introduced into this movie, there wasn't an extensive cast, um, you had a limited amount to choose from, and it was pretty easy to guess, in my opinion, kind of the, the outcome of, of what was going on here. You did not think that it was uh, Kay who was... Um... I, I uh, the child. So I had uh, it wasn't like I had one solid guess. I had maybe uh, as it was progressing, I, I had maybe you know, let's say like five guesses, and then as we progressed, it would like whittle down to like, oh okay, well I eliminate those. I got three guesses left. Oh okay, you know what? Prestonation. I bet you any money it's gonna be that, you know, she is, and then he is, and sure enough, I was right. So yeah, that that makes complete sense. Like. It's one of those where any yeah. of those would have worked, you know, in my, in my mind. It, it seems like the story, if it would have pulled any which way, that it would have worked. But the way that it it, it, it did itself worked for me. I get it. It's fine. I, I had a few questions as to why, like, why clone it? Why clone what? Um... So I mean, should we just go right into the? Yeah, just, just yeah, just talk about spoilers. So basically, yeah. we talked about that there was a baby that was born, and we find out at the end of the movie that the baby, the original baby, is in fact the uh, a female that was born, mm-hmm. a, a born a female, and she is the memory maker for all of the replicants. Yes, uh, that's that's what her job. She's inside of a bubble, inside of, of where wherever, and she just makes memories. And she's the best memory maker there is. It's, she's just legit at it, whatever the hell. That she is that this this sovereign child, this 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 prophet child here, and mm-hmm. that Ryan Gosling is is all he is is a replicant of her. Yes. So why replicate her? Why do it? Yeah. To solve the mystery, because Wallace, who is Jared Leto's character, the owner of the big company now, uh, already knows that there's a child. Uh, it's it's not well known. And, of course, Robin Wright's character, who is the police chief, uh, I would say to, to Ryan Gosling, says that, you know, hey, if you don't find this out quick, this there's going to be another uprising. Uh, so uh, that's why Wallace knows about it is because she is she is putting her memories into into Gosling so she can get this mystery solved. Somebody to find her. She's not happy doing what she's doing. Why would she? But uh, that means yeah. that means that she knows the entire time that she's. Well, why wouldn't she know that? Because like replicants, you know, I, replicants are so different than humans. I mean, like, I mean, she, she was, was born. born. Yeah. So I mean, so yeah. I mean, why she, would she? she was why would she even know that she's a replicant? Because I think of Dave Bautista, which we didn't talk about, but Dave Bautista, the big fight in the beginning of the movie, I mean, he was taking care of her gravesite, which I'm just off subject real quick. If you're in a post-apocalyptic war zone and you're trying to hide a child born of an android 30 years later, don't keep on going to the only tree in the area and have flowers on it. Because it just It's just calling for people to say, I wonder if something's important underneath this thing that, that was- looks like it. You know was, what I mean? That was Harrison Ford that put the flowers on there. I know, but it's like, it's Dave Bautista's character is there to 
Dave Bautista was to tell her what's going on, kind of like the like kind of like you know to help her guide her. That's the way I took it. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I so he's like, hey, this is why, your mom. I still understand why, why the need to, to replicate. I don't know. Like, or even how. Like, if you're trying to hide that baby, how would you get any of its any of its DNA to be able to replicate it? Well, I mean, I'm a hiding code because replicants are just made out of code, right? So, I mean, you can hide puzzle pieces inside the code, right? And they can I, figure it out. I get it. I, I guess I just don't know why. Like, why would you replicate it at all? Or I, 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 I don't know. Uh, well, or Eric, you're... or if it was just done later on, Eric, like... you know what? You're right. I'm actually going to give you this. This is one of my biggest gripes with the movie because I'm not saying this movie's perfect. I'm hyped about it, but this movie contradicts itself and they should have just did what the original did have a few cast of characters, smaller world, and just focus on a solid story. Because for an example, you have that one woman who has the uh, hookers chasing after K2, and she has a missing eye. She has a missing eye because she's a replicant because that's how you can tell replicants are replicants when they have the barcodes in their eye. Yeah. So that's not because so that's not really smart. So if you're trying to hunt for replicants, look for people that have a missing eye. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't make sense. So your issue with why would she do this, I agree with you. I'm just trying to make some sense to it myself. It's just – yeah. They they don't know what they were doing really. I think the director, who was the director of of a uh, of a um, rival, who we reviewed last year, by the way, folks, uh, they, he was so in love Dennis, with Blade Runner. So Dennis uh, Villa, I can't say I can't say that French Canadian word. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, yeah, he did Prisoners and Arrival. Yeah. So uh, Kay starts to investigate what's going on, and he, which I said before we recorded the show that, uh, and, and Eric had no idea, but he goes to visit uh, Edward James almost in an old folks' home. You didn't even notice that, did you? I mean, I, I noticed it, but I guessed wrong. Yes, go ahead. No, yeah, I was just shocked. I was just shocked that he was actually in this movie. I, there was rumors that him and Sean Young were not coming back. I was just completely shocked that he came back. Yeah, I mean, came in for his line. So did, uh, what's his name from Captain Phillips? Who's that guy? Oh. Who's that guy? He, he was Who's in that guy from Captain Phillips? Captain, Captain Phillips, you know, the one that one dry eyes African guy. I'm trying to look up his, his oh. name. Yeah, that guy who's in movies and he's not really a good actor. Yeah, I know what you're talking uh, about. Barkad Abidi. Oof, I fucked yeah. that one up. So yeah. what do you what do you guys think of uh of, of, of Joey, his holographic girlfriend? Hottest girl. Right. Yeah, I thought she was smoking hot. Um, Anna Anna Diarmas. Like, uh, oh yeah, I I just. Ever so cute, just, just, yeah. I thought she was uh, smoking hot, and um, just kind of an interesting character. Like, remember that movie? Uh, what's it? Her, with uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of like this, this kind of alternate, uh, and a very again, very believable. It seems like that just would be something that would happen. I, I can totally get that. And no, even, yeah, it's, yeah. Even like the, the parts where, yeah, like uh, she was able to sync her 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 movements with. Uh, a, a real person. Mm-hmm. Like everything was, about yeah. it seemed very believable. It was. I always find it funny that uh, AI is falling in love with AI. You know what I mean? Yeah. I find that interesting. Um, but uh, we get Harrison Ford back in this. Is happy that he was back? Were you guys like like Indiana Jones four? Like, what the fuck are you doing in this movie? Or, I mean, what what do you guys think about Harrison Ford coming back? I've literally felt that way about Harrison Ford being in all the movies he's done that have been, like, normal <laughs> Harrison Ford movies, with the exception of Star Wars, like, for the last ten years. Like, why are you still doing this? I don't think there was any really wow. need for him to be in this movie, to be honest with you. Oh, that's an interesting point. Okay, go ahead. I mean, go on that a little bit, if you don't mind. Like, why don't you think Rick Decker needed to be in this? Uh, he he didn't need to be to be in it. Like 
there was no there was no reconciliation. There was no reunion with him and his daughter. Uh, I mean, well, whatever. He, he put his hand on the glass, you know. Sure. And, and then roll credits. I, I and I don't count that as as anything, but like you didn't need that at all. Um, the point it uh, it didn't add any any anything further to the point of the movie already. Mm-hmm. Like the main the the main part of the movie was the lesson that uh, Ryan Gosling's character Kay had already had had learned at the end when he was dying on the steps. Um, this entire movie uh, it was basically him being fueled by the idea that he could possibly be something that he. Uh, could, could be something that he thinks, you know, uh, well, there's something else. He thought he was special. He thought he, he could be more, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's fueled by this idea, and he, he thinks that he's like this chosen one to, to be born, you know? That means it's, it's not who he is. He's not, he, he wasn't this android anymore, you know? He'd be alive. He'd be, uh, you know, with a soul. He'd be like that. And then he finds out that, that he's not, and it shatters him, you know? And he, he's fucking just so destroyed, and all this blah, 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 and there's so much, but what I'm getting to is that when he's lying on the steps and he's dying, that's when he kind of realizes, especially in the part where the how the snow on the hand, because she, his clone was doing the same thing, or the clone of him was doing the same thing. Uh, he realized then that it it doesn't fucking matter. Like, it didn't matter for him if he, if he needed to be born or not. He is alive. He, he has it. It matters that, he, that what is alive can die. And mm-hmm. he is alive. He can die. He didn't need to know to be born or not. You know, he mm-hmm. is life. There is life. It, it takes on many forms. It didn't fucking matter. And that's what I got out of it. Is that he, he had this this kind of profound lesson to be learned. Interesting. You know what? What I would have liked to have seen, and I and I, I wanted to ask you guys this: Would it have been better since the original is over thirty years old? Would it have been better if uh, this was pretty much just kind of a remake of the original? Have it be smaller, smaller cast of characters. Just follow K, not have Rick Deckard, Edward James almost. Just make it a smaller, you know, cohesive story because that's what I think made the first one so good. It was that these are the characters. This is what's going on. Boom. With this, you got... San Diego, you got Las Vegas, you got Batista, you got blah 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 blah, and it's just it gets confusing. Yeah. And I and, and and I agree with you, Eric, that Harrison Ford was just in this to cash in a paycheck, which he has said that. Why wouldn't I make this movie? So I'm not faulting him for it. We all need to eat, but it's like from the character standpoint, Rick Decker should have died way before this movie came out. Well, I mean, I'm I'm going to interject here. Like I felt exactly what what you're saying now about the first one like the 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 first one was almost like too in-depth for what it really fucking was like Mm -hmm. i I tried to watch it and that's what made me fall asleep that's what made me try to overthink (laughs) that that movie was like it was and i said this to you on the phone earlier jordan and you know Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say this to our our listeners that the first one honestly to me was an expanded an attempted at a more intelligent version of Judge Dredd and Robocop that for me just was boring. And this movie tried to be that, you know, from, from the, from the get go. It was like, it was too, there was too much. Like, it's just too fucking much. Like they needed to condense the first one. They needed to condense this one. There's, there's too much shit. There was there was a lot of long and dry moments, weren't there? Where it was just seemed like you know what you know what I noticed here too. And Jordan, because you've seen this movie three fucking times, maybe you can uh, uh, help me out with this too. And anyone who's who's seen it or is about to see it, uh, I'm about to ruin it for you. There was a lot of moments, and by a lot, I think actually more like uh, like three that I could think of really easily, and then probably a few more that I've missed of hands being caressed on face. Few different, uh, many different times, like it, it's happened again. Three they could think, of, four they could think of off the top of my head, where where Joy's done it to Kay, Kay's done it to Joy, uh, they've done it to uh, um, Love, yeah, Love. Uh, there's another one, Wallace doing it. To, I mean, it, it's, it's a lot of, of caressing. I don't know what the fuck it's about, but it happens a lot, 
and whenever it happens, it's usually like a five minute scene. God, goddamn, of just like yeah. wide, beautiful shots too. Listen, great scenery, great environment. Love the shots. It does not to be that long. I mean, I could get the same effect from a postcard than I could from your five minute goddamn scene. That's that's a very good point. Yes, there is there is no Easter egg reason why. Uh, they didn't do that in the original movie. In the original movie, they focus on eyes a lot. The replicants always... How, how the replicants killed you in the original movie was by gouging out your eyeballs. Um, so uh, the caressing of the face, I, I don't know. Maybe it's some weird French thing. I don't know. But uh, it has nothing to do that I know of of the history of this franchise. Um, which, before we get into our final reviews of it, just so you guys know and the audience knows, we're recording this on a, on a Wednesday. Uh, the movie was made for $150 million. So far, it's only grossed $90 million. Oh, okay. So, uh, that's $90 million worldwide. That's not domestic. That's aye, worldwide. Yeah, Man, there was a lot, of, a lot of marketing that went into this movie, too. Nobody wants to see it. I mean, like, which is one of the things I wanted to bring up, which was my last point. That the reason why movies like Deadpool are like so successful and superhero movies are so successful and why movies like this just aren't is because there's just no fun. Yeah. Uh, it's bleak. Uh, our reality is no fun. Our reality is the original Blade Runner. Dark, gloomy, uh, depressing. It's just, it just, it's just that that is our reality right now is the original Blade Runner. So I don't think people want to go to movies and see this all over again. They want to go to either be happy or scared, like for it, who has made 130 million. Not a colorful movie. No, nope. it's dark. It's, it's it's gloomy. It's it's desolate. It's mm -hmm. bland. It's it's uh, uh, it, uh, it's it's vacuous. Like it, it just it's a void. It really is, but it's sure. again like it, it's it's a, it plays to the heart of your cyberpunk fandom. Like all those parts, yes. it just like it played to like this of uh, this this future where it just how it is. Like it's yeah. pretty cool. Like uh, those parts where it was just a wall of of obviously food. That's your fast food now. Is that is there's yeah. a picture of what it is? You go, up, you push your hand on it. And and opens up and there it is. It's yours now. Yep. Atari and Coca Cola and Sony. Pan Am still Sony. They still rule the world. It's it's it's, it's hilarious. Uh, so we'll get into our final reviews here. Of is it worth it or not? This is probably going to be a hard one for us. But Eric is Blade Runner Runner twenty forty nine worth it or not worth it this this really is a tough one i'm really mixed on this like it's one of those where i i mean i'm not upset that i that i saw it i i enjoyed it i i i did it was long it felt long uh, i appreciated the story the acting ryan gosling is really a phenomenal actor like he he does a good job a lot of it was just nonverbal acting, and he did a really good job with it. I, I I liked him in this movie. I liked all the acting in this movie. I don't know what Harrison Ford did was acting. I think he's just kind of plays that way. But either way, he was oh, he was tolerable too. But everyone else was fantastic. Like uh, uh, the girl who played uh, the the would be assassin. Uh, 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 oh, was that love? Or, or no? Uh, they, they call her Frasia. love. Uh, I mean, either way, she was fantastic. Everyone was was really cool in this movie, I, and I, I enjoyed it. But at the same time, like, you, there's not really a whole lot there. Like, there's not like a life lesson learned at the end. It's not like some groundbreaking shit. It's not like the visuals are very pretty. Uh, cyberpunk wise, it's very pretty. It's slow. I I I'm really mixed on this man, but. I mean, after going from what I see, I'm not in a rush to go see it again. I know that you are. I'm gonna say it's not worth it. Like Wow. Okay. I was I was hoping you were gonna say it was worth it. Okay. I I mean, no. I don't know. Like I feel like if this was on HBO, I would definitely have it on. Sure. You know? Or this might turn yeah. into my to a new Netflix and chill. 
if it was on Netflix. Yeah, so, like Ed's original one was. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. Netflix and Nap. <laughs> like, so they, they could be it too, but, uh, but for the most part, like, again, I'm not upset that I saw this. I'm glad that I did. It was enjoyable. The, it was very pretty. I, I, I mean, I can't deny that at all. The, again, the acting was on point, but I just, I'm not, I don't know. It was just not your thing. Like, it was just kind of like, I don't know. Maybe I'm so, I'm so kind of spoiled with, with the, you know, uh, some more, more action in the movie. There was good action yeah. in this movie, though, too. Like, Grant Gosling did, you know, he kicked some ass in this movie. So, I, I like that part, too, but I don't know. I, you know what? I think there's, there's just a lot of parts where I was just like, I'm, I'm over it. That whole lovemaking scene, sure. I was over it. I, I didn't need that, you know? But I guess you're supposed to feel something for this relationship that, that, that Kay and Joy have. So when when it ends, it yeah, feels it, like Kay has has truly given up everything to try to, in hopes that he was the chosen one, and he finds out that he's not, you know. And it's it, yeah. is that supposed to be more gut wrenching? That's it. Is that painful? Is that supposed to show you that because he's artificial, he you know he can still feel the pain? Those are very good points, man. I mean, it's it's this is this is tough because you know if you know is it somebody real? comes up to me. No, yeah, because it's like be, because if 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 a person comes up to me in the street and says, should, should I see the original Brave Runner? I'd be like, well, how knowledgeable are you on films? Because, like, uh, I would say that the original Blade Runner is not worth it to certain people. Uh, but overall, this movie, uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, uh, is definitely worth it. This is a movie that is what we've already said tonight. Uh, the cinematography is just damn gorgeous, and if it doesn't win for cinematography, then I'm gonna be pissed. For the Oscars, because this is beautiful. The philosophical part of it, though, and I think what Philip K. Dick was trying to portray in Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep or whatever is that, you know, it, it, it's relative. Fuck you! Bullshit fucking call! Sorry. <laughs> is that it's all relative, that existence mm -hmm. is, is relative. And that in this world, we're judging these androids, these replicants, uh, uh, these cyborgs, basically. And because we feel that they're not like us, obviously. You know, and it's it's kind of a, a techno-ist type thing, like, a, a, you know, mm -hmm. a, a future racism, almost. And Absolutely. it comes to a point where, and, and these people, uh, and these uh, androids, these beings, feel that they don't, that they're not real, but... Again, I think the whole the whole overarching point is that no life is is what it's it's your existence it's it's what you're getting out of it man like it's you know there doesn't need to be everyone has a start everyone has an end and it doesn't matter yeah. how your start began and it doesn't matter how your end will end but it's we're all in the same existence like true we're all relative Which to is each other. Which is why I'm interested that uh, you don't uh, say the movie's worth it because you're giving all these philosophical debates and you're making it just be like, oh my god, this movie's so awesome now. That's the way I'm interpreting it, you know. Because it's this like, movie doesn't this movie have cool. that. This movie has somebody caressing somebody's face again for five minutes, and then <laughs> and then they play more techno babble onto a car ride. They shot almost every part when Ryan Gosling says, "Oh, I need to go here." They show the car ride where he goes. Yeah, you know? I know. They and, just and again, they wanted to be fun. And it, it's a good excuse to show some great some great camera work, to show some great environment shots. I get that. But at the same time, like, do, do you see how it drags? Do you see how... No, no. Yeah. yeah. Like, like when, when he gets to his no, destination. It, yeah. Again, it looks very pretty, but you're going to a destination just to find out that, again, you have to go to another destination. And then you go here. Absolutely. This movie's four minutes too long. Yeah. So that that that's really what it Way is. Way too long. I but I'm yeah, on the no, I'm yeah. on, that's why I'm on the fence about it though because I, I really did enjoy it and I'm just saying it's it's just not it's not worth it because I feel like it's not for for everybody. It is definitely a thinking man's movie in, in the not. in the way that I'm saying it. I, I get mm -hmm. that, but like it's not gonna be for everybody, and I, I feel like it, people just might be better. Absolutely. I mean, this is definitely a movie that everybody needs to check out on demand again. 
you know, to really kind of sink it in and everything. This is oh. not the sovereign blockbuster like it was. No, you know you what know? they should do with your suggestion would be completely worth it. If you took both movies and you were to kind uh -huh. of break them up into like maybe a six episode kind of uh, 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 series, you know, or, or yeah. 12 episode series if they're going to be a half hour each, you know, something uh -huh. like that. Uh -huh. You could do that. If you could take the Blade Runner saga or or, or, uh -huh. or, or stories thus far and watch them half an hour at a time, Jordan, you might be onto something. That, I would say, would be worth because now you have an, a complex story that is in a package that's easier to, to take. You know, Absolutely. Yeah, because that's what I said at the beginning of the show here. I mean, like, Eric... I, my wife told me after I ha had her do that little split 30 minutes a day of, of the original Blade Runner is she, her words. And I quote was, if you made me sit down and watch this movie and in it's tirety, I would have punched you in the face. <laughs> but now that you've split it up in 30 minutes a day, uh, I actually understand it more. It gives me more time to think about what I'm watching. It gets me excited for the next day. And, and uh, I mean, so on and so forth. So, for somebody that it's not a cyberpunk, German expressionism kind of film geek person, you're not going to like the original, and you're definitely not going to like this movie. I mean, like, if you're going in this movie thinking that, oh, my God, Ryan Gosling's and he's going to take his shirt off, and he's so sexy. No, you're not going to get that, really. You're going to get dark and brooding. So, uh, but, um, Ed, before we chime off here, did you want to – did you <laughs> – Want to give your so, worth it or not worth it? Well, first of all, I, I just want to apologize. I was a little bit distracted. Like, we're watching this as the Indians-Yankees game went, was live. And I am an Indians fan. And they literally just lost They just lost the game. And I, I, threw, I just threw a fit. I'm, I'm surprised I didn't break my TV. Season over? <laughs> Season's absolutely over. Worst fucking game oh, it's, it's ever umpired. Now, isn't it? We're, it's gone. The game's over. Yeah, like, the series it, is over. Is the, it, well, there's no series now, right? Is, is it? Isn't it single elimination now? Or no, the, the the Yankees moved. The Yankees moved on. It's gonna be the Yankees and Astros. And I literally just threw half of my living room contents on the floor. Oh, fuck so when I say this, when I give my review, just know that that is what is in the context of my thought process. This movie. So is it worth it? <laughs> this movie absolutely is not worth it. I, I, I freely admit, okay, so here's, here's what happened to me in the theater today. I've never been able to make it through Blade Runner until today. I, I said that earlier. This movie, this series now, is my Achilles heel. Okay. And I've, I, I, I watched the first one. I forced myself to watch it. I, I was off work earlier, and I, I forced myself to watch it to go, so I, could, I can go to the theater, know the world, and know what's going on in this movie. So, again, I was off work today, and I went to the theater 5.30 or so to watch this movie. I kicked my feet up because there was nobody else in the movie theater, and within half an hour, I was asleep. Yeah. So, if you're willing to pay $20 to take a nap, absolutely, it's worth it. But if you're wanting to watch a movie... Or if you're wanting to see anything, uh, that, like, like anything that's worth any kind of money from a from a film fan perspective, this movie is absolutely not worth it. This is a this is this is a hate, and this is an HBO movie. This is a Netflix movie. As a matter of fact, I would be surprised if anybody bought it besides Hulu. That's how <laughs> that's how boring this movie was. I, Jordan, so, I apologize. I'm not I'm not in this world. I I don't get this world. I don't. I I, I love sci-fi. Sci-fi is one of my favorite things, and I and you know it, it's just I I don't I don't think this movie series understands what it is. Well, to all the fans if out they there, did, this will be Edward's last show of Movie Guys podcast. No <laughs> I just got, yeah, I I just I just resigned. No friendship <laughs> over. <laughs> this movie. Was this movie would be better if it were Judge Dredd, if it were RoboCop, oh, 
if it were Terminator, yeah. if they took that same concept and they made another movie, then it would be better. The problem is this movie thinks, this series, this franchise now, now that it's two, two movies, thinks it's smarter than it is. Mm. When in reality, it is, it's so stupid that it comes around full circle and because it can't comprehend what's going... This movie's Donald Trump. It can't comprehend <laughs> that it's so stupid that it can't say anything smart that it actually think it's smarter than people. Like, you know, it's... Yeah. This... Blade Runner is Donald Trump. I'm sorry. It just... It just it, it's, it's so... It doesn't understand what it is. It doesn't understand the theory of what it is. And if it would just be what it was, it would be okay. But it thinks Friendship it's better than what it over. actually is. All right, well, over. That's it. <laughs> yeah, fine, fine. Movie guys <laughs> podcast is done. Thank you for watching and listening to our final episode. <laughs> no, they can't because I just submitted you guys our November schedule, and it is gonna be a doozy. But we'll worry about that when November comes in. If you guys haven't checked out our November schedule yet, you will go, "What the heck?" Right. Very. Very diverse. So, uh, but if you guys like this episode, make sure to check out other episodes at movieguyspodcast.com and also on our Podbean, movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. On iTunes, search Movie Guys Podcast. And on Twitter, search Movie Guys Pod. And uh, of course, on Facebook, search Movie Guys Podcast. We'll be back next week for another awesome episode like we do every Thursday. But for Eric and Ed, thank you so much for joining me, guys. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. Either I agree with you or I disagree with you. Like Ed. Uh, but <laughs> have a good night, guys, and we'll talk to everybody next week. See ya.